Hello, and welcome to the Joy Lutheran Church podcast, a podcast of the weekly sermons. Here at Joy, we believe we are called to experience faith, know love, and share joy with all people for the sake of this world God loves. We are glad you are here. Let's listen. Hello, this is intern Kristen Boland, and this is the Joy Lutheran Church podcast for Sunday, March 13th. Our first reading is from Genesis chapter 15. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield. Your reward shall be very great. But Abram said, O Lord God, what will you give me? For I continue childless, and the heir of my house is Elizar of Damascus. When the sun had gone down, it was dark. A smoking fire pot and a flaming torch passed between the pieces. On that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying to your descendants, I give this land from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates. A word of God that is still speaking. Thanks be to God. And our gospel is from Luke chapter 13. At that very hour, some Pharisees came and said to Jesus, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. He said to them, Go and tell that fox for me. Listen, I am casting out demons and performing cures today and tomorrow, and on the third day I finish my work. Yet today, tomorrow, and the next day, I must be on my way, because it is impossible for a prophet to be killed outside of Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. See, your house is left to you. And I tell you, you will not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. In the context surrounding our gospel reading today, Jesus has been very busy going around curing people and casting out demons. He's even been doing this on the Sabbath. In the verses prior to and after this story, Jesus makes bold statements about liberation and lifting the burdens of oppression. Even, or maybe even specifically, he's talking about doing it on the Sabbath. Mixed into these stories of healing are images of the kingdom of God being like a mustard seed or some yeast, something small and insignificant growing into something big. Jesus is super clear about where he stands in today's reading. He calls Herod a fox and says, I don't have time to deal with Herod. I am busy doing God's work. I don't think we should miss the reference to the amount of time Jesus is going to be busy with this work. Today, tomorrow, and on the third day, I finish my work. Seems like we've had that timing somewhere else. It seems fair to say that Jesus is foreshadowing his own death and then the completion of his work, the resurrection. On the third day, Jesus completes his work of conquering death, 
triumph of life forever. In the verses leading up to this story, Jesus talks about people coming from the north and the south, from the east and the west, to eat in the kingdom of God. Jesus tells the people to enter through the small door and says, some who are last will be first and some who are first will be last. Jesus is turning everything on its head again. This is not the story of a Messiah who showed up in time for a military victory to throw the Romans off the back of the Jewish people. This is the story of a Messiah who showed up to throw the wages of sin and death off the back of everlasting life in the kingdom of God for all people. Jesus calls Herod a fox. A fox is a cunning creature known for being smart and tricky and dangerous, especially to vulnerable critters like baby chicks. Then Jesus goes on to say to the city of Jerusalem, I want to be like a mama hen. How I long to gather my chicks and protect them under my wings. Have you ever seen a mama hen with her chicks? Mama hens are fierce. You don't mess with a mama hen, and you certainly don't mess with her chicks. I don't think Jesus is really talking about everybody getting cozy and snuggling up together to take a nap under his protective wing. I think he's saying, I will be fierce in my protection of my people. Not even a fox like Herod can cause harm to my chicks. Herod may be a fox, but Jesus has work to do, and the completion of his work is so much bigger than even Herod's most dangerous plan. This takes us back to wondering about who God's children are. In the Genesis reading, Abram is distressed because he doesn't have any children, yet God continues to reassure him that he will have as many descendants as the stars. What beautiful imagery. Abram's children are God's children, and they number as many as the stars. There's another interesting thing happening here between Genesis and Luke. In verses 17 and 18 in Genesis, something really weird happens. God has commanded Abram to gather a cow, a goat, a ram, a turtle dove, and a pigeon. Abram is to kill these animals and cut them in half. And then he was supposed to layer them on top of each other with a little pathway in between. And then in Genesis 17, it says, When the sun had gone down and it was dark, a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch passed between these pieces. Now, upon first reading this in our context, in our day and age, we don't really have any idea what's going on. But what I've learned is that this is actually the literal cutting of a covenant. You would pass through the middle of these animals who have been sacrificed and cut, and the covenant is made. In this case, God is making a promise to Abram's still yet to be conceived children. God makes a covenant with Abram where God does everything. Nothing is expected of Abram. There's no part of the covenant where God says, okay, Abram, if you're righteous or successful or kind or strong or anything, then I will do this for you. No, the covenant is a gift freely given to the children of God. God has been consistent from the beginning of creation. God created people in the image and likeness of God and said, it is very good. Throughout ancient times, God asks only one thing of people. Be faithful to me. Don't worship other gods. 
Put your trust and hope in me, not in yourselves or anything you can create. Then God sent Jesus. Talk about a gift freely given. You can almost hear the desperate passion that was likely in Jesus' voice as he said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wing. Hasn't God been trying to gather humanity under God's protective wing ever since the garden? Jesus continues, and you were not willing. We are very familiar with this part of the story. We are not willing. All God is asking of us is to be gathered like innocent chicks. God wants to keep us safe from the foxes of the world. Our God is a God who gathers all together. A God who liberates from oppression, even on the Sabbath. A God who has already completed the work of conquering death with life. You are already a citizen of heaven. You don't have to do anything. You are gathered and loved and an inheritor of the gift of life, freely given. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Here at Joy, we are committed to living out our faith in love, joy, and service to our neighbors and the world. You can learn more about Joy Lutheran Church by visiting our website, joylutheranwi.org, or on Facebook, Instagram, or in person at the Joy Building located on Highway 35 in Centuria, Wisconsin. We look forward to being with you again next week. Go in peace.